previously on Damper Sands, after the death of our dear boy Terry. Previously. We... (laughs) (laughs) Hold it together, man. (laughs) The party rallied together and defeated the Mind Flayers. They went on a side quest for a funeral service, which a beautiful song was written, some orcish last rites were read, somebody forgot everything about their traveling companion. Then a new guy came and uh, was named Bob, and he poked a girl with a stick. Then we fought uh, a snake flare thing, and it was big, and then tried to eat Daggett in the water, and then we killed it, and then uh, visions were softly creeping in our brain, or however that song goes. And then... The Sound of Silence? Welcome to Damper Sands, an all-original actual play D&D 5e podcast. My name is Aaron. You can follow me on Twitter at Golden Tiger. I'll be your DM for this session. Along with me are some wonderful, beautiful, shining, sparkling faces. It's the sweat. Oh, that's... I don't oh. naturally do this. It's just really hot in my basement oh, right now. Okay. Basements are normally cool. Got that glow. Hey, I'm Josh. I play Bob, previously Terrence, R.I.P. You can follow me on Twitter at DamperSandsPod. You can follow the entire podcast at Josh on Twitter. And I'm Martin. You can follow me at CastGreatSword. I play Faggin or <laughs> Crawling, whichever episode this is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brittany. I play Briar, I think. <laughs> yep, I do. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ReBlockMe. Wait, is it ReBlockMe? That's not your Twitter. There's a me at the end? Oh, it's not. You changed I'm looking it. that up not right now. Just at <laughs> is it just ReBlockMe? Hashtag ReBlockMe. ReBlockMe. Yeah, us, that's my let name Let us see now. your awful haircuts. All right, it's just pretty boring. Let us judge from a professional. That's right. My name is Dagged, and I'll be playing Justin. You can follow me at Dirge of Life, or you can follow the podcast at Josh on Twitter, or email us at dampersandspod at gmail.com. Amen. Let's see. And also with you. All right, that'll do it. Uh, thanks, everyone, for coming out. We should just release an episode <laughs> like <laughs> Long-awaited. <laughs> Finally, an episode is released. This is all we got so We've far. We've returned. Here you are. Man, thanks so much for listening. We know it's a shorter episode. <laughs> really, it's just always be plugged. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. If you want to see... If you want to see cast great hordes. Number one rule. Great cast great swords butthole. Cast great hordes is actually probably cooler. <laughs> great hordes. I'm not so. a necromancer. I'm a paladin. I feel like a lot of people that are that would be fans of the show would probably be aware of the passing of the late great. Chadwick. Man, too bad this is going to be edited and released in like eight weeks. But I mean, at this moment in time, 
that was happening. Super so, RIP oh, two oh, months ago. So what ago. we need to do is guess at who the next celebrity is that's going to die, and and we'll be bad. We'll be sad about that. So then when we release this, no it'll shit. sound like we're really on top of everything. Adam West is already dead, so I don't have any other guesses. Tom Hanks. Leo. Tom Hanks is already dead. What are you talking about? <laughs> He's been dead for a while. Have you guys seen that conspiracy? Yeah. So anyway, Will Smith is going to be dying. Is dead. Wow. Rest in peace, Will Smith. Mm. Wow. He's a treasure. No. Will Smith Don't is dead right now. Wow, no. no. Upon this The greatest being YouTuber released, cannot die. Will Smith is dead. I'm calling it. First the king, then okay. the prince. No. If that's okay. the case, I will drive and punch you in the face. If in two months, Will Smith is dead. Yeah. Martin, if you do that, would you film it? Punching Josh? Film yeah. Will Smith 100%. dying? I mean, if I Kyle him, somebody else will record it. Sure. And then I'll also be on Facebook. Love it. I feel like the world At needs least to see that. whoever's recording it, hold the phone, like, horizontal, like, just for... You know, general decency. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you can get, like, the whole picture and not just, like, the, the vertical. And start recording, like, leading up to it so people can't post on the comments, like, what happened before the video started? No, but what happened before the pre-video started? And then we'll say, you want to know what happened before? Subscribe to our podcast. That's right. Damper Sands. That's right. I will show this tape as evidence, too, on why I'm not guilty when I punch you in the face. Will Smith is going to die. <laughs> okay, oh, now this sounds like we not threaten celebrities on our podcast. Will Smith is going to die. I guess we're only getting one celebrity death guest <laughs> out there. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I'm not doing that game. No. <laughs> I, I love my celebrities too much. You don't want that on your conscience? Anyway... So you guys are in a cave. So yes, let's go you guys received these <laughs> visions. No. <laughs> uh, this this battle has just finished. Each of you received a surge of memories, not only of yours, but mixed in with another individual that you feel a connection to just as strongly as your own. Uh, certain of you it was felt me. memories. I did it. Of being paid off. Some of you felt memories of bringing on an attack. Listen, this goes all the way back. I rolled a natural 20 at one on who the killer is. You said me. I know it's me. Killer was inside you. Those were my memories. It's just an invisible guy behind you. He's been inside you this whole time. (laughs) Isn't it weird that Daggett has never had to poop? does make a little more sense now. So Daggett had visions from someone else meeting the Mind Flayers and letting them into Bonestown. Bob had visions of someone uh, in the middle of a battle turning and seeing a friend get cleaved in twain and then being in despair in a cave by themselves clawing their own eyes out. Briar received visions of gearing up and then lying in wait for a boat to sneak out to and attack. And Vagan got visions of a person with a scarlet cape giving money to... Do I... Am I now in possession of the money? 
Is it like one of those force visions from like? No. Are you sure? No, it is. What not. does Lagan wear? Who? My patron. <laughs> oh. Oh. You definitely said something, Crimson, right? Should I, I just don't need to be making this connection, is what you're saying. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah, I, I have no okay, idea. If I was on to something, and then you, yeah. down the road, change this, <laughs> and I didn't go down this road, uh-huh. and solve yeah. the mystery immediately. Yeah. No. It's your fault, and I quit. That's fair. I have a number of people lined up for my Saturday nights, so if he quits, I quit. Um, so... <laughs> we're gonna hang out. It's you! You're on the list! You guys can each make an insight check. Each all of us? Into those memories to see what you can learn before uh, taking a moment to discuss them. Brittany and Martin, you have uh, advantage uh, if you use your inspiration. Do I want to? I probably do, because I rolled an 8, so I'm going to say... I rolled oh, shit. an 18 total. I rolled an 8 and then a 2, so um, 13 for me. 23. Alright. 23. Plus 8, bitches! That's a lot of bitches. So, uh, the brothers seem pretty insightful on these visions. So, Dagged, you on sort of I can't think of the word. Examining these memories within yourself, uh, you really felt a connection to Bonestown. Like, you live there. Like, that is where you are from. And with that insight, you would guess, like, that's one of the villagers you were seeing their memories. Mm-hmm. And they agreed to let the mind flares. Did I feel under mind control at the time of letting them? I can't tell if you said mind control or my control. Either or. Uh, It was of your own volition. Okay. So I got paid off. You, I mean, you didn't see that. Mm. You just saw yourself meeting the mind flares. You felt very like intimidated, but also in awe of them. And when I was walking up to open the gate and looked into the puddle, what did I look like? There was not a the, puddle. The puddle on the ground that was reflective and showed what there I looked like. There wasn't a puddle. I saw it okay. a puddle. So what I'm going to need to do is freeze frame on the mind flare when they're Their looking eyes. at me. I need to enhance, right. Zoom enhance, enhance, enhance yeah. on their right. eyes. What do I see? You see... Let me... Let me look it up. You see a picture of Rick Astley going, Never gonna give you oh! up! Never gonna you It's a solid clue. You know, a Rick roll ain't always fresh, but it was fresh then. Uh, so, Dagged. Yeah? Sorry, Dagged. <laughs> yes. In your visions... Hold on. Give me a second. Man, I cannot for the life of me remember that first clip of you. Yeah, no, there's you, and then there's something, and then there's you, and then there's receiving a hefty bag of gold. Do you not write this stuff down? Yeah, Not typically. Well, it's being recorded, so you don't need... Yeah, you just easily (laughs) pop it up. Um, Exactly in the right spot. Yeah, no, it hadn't been a problem until recently. So, with your 18 insight, the visions you were seeing... Through, like the eyes you were seeing through, whoever you were 
felt very insignificant next to uh, the person that was paying you off. They were very clearly someone you not only looked up to, but had to obey. Kinky. Uh, like it, they had like a air of nobility about them. Like they could command you, uh, and you had to tear, carry out very important task for them, but a very secret task for them. Did he get a full view of what this person looked like? Yes. So if we put them in a lineup, he could point them out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was hard to guess the age because it was a high elf. Mm. Um, but you would guess probably as far as elves go, middle-aged. At least from the 60s, since he's so high. Definitely a hippie. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, with a long, flowing cape. It's a clue. Um, unfortunately, with Bob and Briar... Oh, Briar got a 13. Yeah, That's not, it's not terrible. terrible. Yeah. Uh, and also, yours isn't that difficult. Well, yeah. Um, since you would have interacted with this... I mean, individual. yeah, lying in wait to attack uh, a boat. Yeah. Right. Um, it came from the leader of that band of assassins doling out weapons to his underlings getting set up ambushing the boat all that so okay so i got the leader the leader of the band yep. so i got eminem as my guy okay the leader of the band um so he's slim shady of assassins do you know the name um, of his band i'm the lead singer of d12 baby d12 my band my band my band anyway <laughs> And that's all I know? Yeah. Uh, Bob, you For didn't really record, get much. For the record, maybe Eminem dies, but please, no. You got flooded with memories of, first of all, some of the people you just met fighting you and your friends and turning and seeing one getting cleaved in half. Uh, and then secondly, a vision of you being so distraught and in despair that you clawed out your own eyeballs. So, Both yeah. visions were equally horrible. You got that to live with. Yeah. And you did not learn much from them. I had a dream, and you were there, and you were there, and you killed my friend. So, there you guys are. Kind of coming out of it. Just killed this thing. Discuss. The villagers still alive? Yes. Some are cheering, some are crying. Are they still in the water? Uh, some are. There's a few, like, up on the docks and over by the shore trying to help people. Yeah, I'll, I'll dive in and try my best to uh, help them up. Get back right. to land. Heal if needed. So Bob would probably help. Okay, cool. Everybody's gets out of the water. Some people, I believe, were a little hurt. They were shocked mm-hmm. by the water and superheated by lightning and superheated. Yeah, but yeah, everybody's able to get out of there. Mostly uh, unharmed, with only minor scrapes, bruises, burns, and scorch marks. There is, if you remember, this is a giant cavern with a lake in it. Uh, and leading out onto this lake is a wooden dock that, when you had first stepped in, had not been smashed, but now is smashed pretty well. Uh, and there is, oddly, a boat sitting in the middle of this lake. Can I keep an eye on any of the villagers? Because I'm instantly, like, I know one of them did something. So I just sure. want to keep an eye out for anything shady they do. Okay, roll either a perception or an insight. Insight. Just- and I'll keep that uh, kind of in the back of my head for... 19. Okay, nice. Okay. Uh, none of them are seeming particularly suspect. Oh, yeah. 
So, uh, y'all have visions? Uh, yes. I, uh, I saw a high elf, question mark? Yes. I saw a, uh, a high elf in a cloak giving, giving me money. But not me. Not me money. But, like, somebody else that I thought was me. I had that, too. Eddie money. Well, not exactly, but it was definitely somebody else. But it felt like it was me, and I think it was one of the people that attacked that first boat we were on. I guess I don't know whether it was first or second. Or third. Or third. Were there three boats? Jesus. Or one of the boats you were on. a lot of boats, okay? But I'm going to just guess first. I mean, really, we should just recap the whole boat journey, right? Yes. Boats one through seven. So, in episode one... I'm going to keep mine for now, and uh, when we're a little away from the people, I'll uh, let you know. Uh, several of the villagers are coming up to you and, like, thanking you, and, you know, some of them are asking who you are and kind of trying to figure out what on earth just happened here. Uh, no need to thank me. We only did it for the money. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is promise of a treasury... Uh, uh, dude, one of the villagers is like, yeah, I'm sure uh, we'll, we'll talk to all the elders back once we get back to the... Vagan doesn't want to say all right, anything, all right. but he kind of wants to glare at Daggett a little bit. We're, we're glad you're safe, of course. Like, I'm not going to stop him because <laughs> adventures don't pay for themselves, but, like, he also doesn't completely approve of, like, extorting the villagers. <laughs> <laughs> you fight with a sword, I fight with my tongue. That's why the ladies love me. <laughs> um, Briar noticed that Bob didn't answer the did you have a vision thing and is kind of eyeing mm-hmm. him. Hello. Just to see if he seems weirded out or, you know, what's he up to? Are you asking me that or are you just saying she's thinking that? Uh, I don't know. Do I have to roll for something or... Like... I don't think I would directly ask him. I think I would just look at him and try to look for signs of, like, if he seems disturbed like we maybe are. Do you think uh, Bob would be showing any signs of outward distress? Not really. I think he would be showing, like, um, just, like, curiosity, kind of. Like, who are these people that I just met and fought with? Like, I saw them in my visions. For the record... And I in no way want to tell you how to roleplay your character. But I do want to hit on this one because this is especially... uh Your memory was one of the most unique ones. And that, remember, this feels like, in the moment it happened, felt like your memory. That you remember clawing your own eyeballs off of your face. So Bob kind of looks around and goes... Do you often have these visions? Only when I'm off my meds. (laughs) No, Bob. (laughs) You know, this wouldn't be the first time that I've had a vision. The last time, it was my god who came and spoke to me and gave me a sword. I don't think it was Which god do you worship? I need to get on that train. (laughs) What what god do I worship? (laughs) The, The... Orc God, I don't remember his name. <laughs> he he worships the kind that hides behind swords instead of instead of showing real power. What do you mean? Oh, are they abducting you? 
Bye, Keaton. Bye, Keaton. I love you. Just tell him I'll be I'll be doing this for like five more hours and then I'll be there. Justin, you're cute. Martin, you're cute. Oh damn. Hello, AA Round. Damn, son. Yeah. Josh. This is our OnlyFans. <laughs> We're getting You there. look like my brother. <laughs> also, Josh, I didn't hear a retort, but I bet it was probably pretty solid. Uh but uh, you know. I like that we jive. All right, but did you see that they all got haircuts? Is that something he would notice? No, he's not Brittany. He he doesn't know. He's married to me and now notices everybody's hair all the time and is letting me know about it. So I, you know what? It might just be lady hair. Do 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 men's haircuts? Uh, barely, because I don't care. She's cut my hair plenty of times. Justin's hair, any any almost always sobriety or. Whatever. Well, it looks like you got a little too short on him, so I'm never trusting you to cut mine. <laughs> also, I don't, I don't like to do men's cuts, so I'll basically turn them down if I can. I do. Wow. I now I feel like I've forced Justin, it upon you. You're different because your haircut isn't really a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's still a haircut to me, Justin. <laughs> I can select in uh, character creation. You're one of the few men I allow to sit in my chair. So Bob is kind of glancing between like Briar and like kind of wondering if anyone else also has had a vision before from their god. I think we've all stated them at this point, other than me. Yeah, no, I no, no, no like in the past, like like this happens often, and you're oh. used to it. No, this is nah. We don't. I don't. I don't, I don't have visions. And neither do I. I don't know where these came from. Okay, I have one guess. Uh, I'm guessing the thing we killed that as soon as it died, we had visions from. <laughs> uh, that's my guess as to where the visions came from. But did you guys have, like, personal visions, too, from your past? Nope. Neither did I. <laughs> Full disclosure. Why would you bring that up? <laughs> Sounded, yes, Bob. Sounded like you were starting to start a conversation and then just bailed immediately. Um, yeah, me neither. No, I never had any personal thing happen to me in my whole life. Sorry, what, Bob? I also had a vision when all of you were captivated with your own. I saw, as it were, one of your numbers clawing my eyes out, and then I cut myself in half. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> In my vision, oh I saw one of you. Now, obviously, I know which one it was. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I was waiting yeah. for you to say, one of you guys cut someone in half, and I was going to be like, oh, that was me. I did that. <laughs> no, I feel like he would just go, did it look like me? Which, which time? Which time? <laughs> which one was it? I saw one of your number cutting a dear friend of mine in twain. He just, like, looks over. One of our number, you mean Vagan? <clears throat> I mean Briar? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, but if you saw me cutting one of your friends in half, he was a dirtbag. Can With confirm. probably an extensive criminal history. I want to say that everybody in these visions are clearly people controlled by these creatures, but I I I don't think my 
character was controlled. Your character? My person? I don't want to give too many descriptions because the zoom in and enhance feature only got me rickrolled. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do believe this person's name is Rick. Or... <laughs> Are we alone? Like, are the villagers not, like, too close? No, they're all heading out of the cave. Okay. So, yeah, I I saw someone betraying them from within the village, feeding them to the Mind Flayers. So one of these people are a traitor. One of these villagers were letting walk out the cave? If only we had a way to interrogate a large group of people at once and make them tell the truth. So I didn't say anything yet because it could be uh, one of the people still at the village at this point. I don't know. But I haven't seen anybody not controlled. So if they, if it was one of them, they then got got afterwards, you know? Yeah, they got got. So Bob, I, I don't like boats. You seem to like treasure. Uh, you mind hopping on that boat and seeing if there's anything in there? I will search the watercraft. Can I go with him? Because I don't know this guy. And my man I trust no Bob. Bitch. He walks out the dock and like hops into the boat. Is this like a rowboat or like an actual? No, like, no. This is like a... Like a ship. Okay. Yeah, this is like a ship. Uh, so the dock was destroyed, so you're definitely going to have to do a little bit of swim, swam, swimming. Oh, never mind. I don't do that. Okay. Bob swims out to the boat, which takes a little bit longer. Kind of a nuisance, but he makes it fine. Cool, cool, cool. Climbs up the netting on the side. Yep. Rolls yep. over the side onto the deck. Board the ship. Uh, So, Bob, you remember... The whole reason you're in the cave, right? Bob definitely remembers. Josh, (laughs) not so much. So your deity has sent you on a quest. Oh, real quick, while he's doing this, can I uh, browse over that gold uh, weird ship wheel? Yeah, totes. And possibly cast Identify on it? Yeah, you can do that. Uh, So, Bob, your deity sent you on a quest to hopefully find the lost treasure of Captain Bones. That's right. Okay. And that has led you to this cave. Just from your uh, research and journey before coming into contact with this party, you knew that there was rumored that Captain Bones' ship still stood. It was still together uh, inside the cave. So as soon as you saw it, you would have probably figured that's what this was. So he definitely uh, jumped at the opportunity to search it. Yeah. And legend is that the people of Bonestown came here looking for the treasure and never found it. And that was one of the big mis- mysteries. Another mystery is how the boat could be on this lake in the cave, but also be the same boat that he sailed. So there's also rumors that's not his boat. It's just a random boat someone built here. So... Uh, so, you board the boat. It does seem pretty old. There's not much on it. Um, it's a functional boat, as far as you can tell. The sails are hoisted and cannons are up. I don't know if there's actually cannons or not. Uh, it's probably, Is there cannons? Yeah, there's a few cannons. Okay. <laughs> it's cannons. 
I just wanted it's to, very important. To I just wanted to check with myself to make sure you guys were gonna like blow yourselves up. There's like no cannonballs or gunpowder. Yeah, no, I'm fine blowing myself. But yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation for me. Twelve. Not too shabby. Uh, so you're searching the boat, which for those of you on land, um, would take. You know, at the very least a few minutes. So you guys will also be doing something while he's doing that. But, uh, Bob, it seems like just an empty sailing ship. There's not a whole lot going on here. There's no, like, stores or provisions on it. it. Looks like people have been here, gutted it. There's probably, like, some initials carved here and there. Uh, Fredifer was here. You know, just pointless names like that. You do, however, notice an odd shape carved into the steering wheel. Do I recognize this shape? Looking at the wheel, it's the same shape as the wheel of the ship, but a lot smaller, dead center in the wheel. Like, a casual glance, it would just look like there's a hole in the middle of the wheel. So it's in, like, the hub of the wheel where all the spokes come out of. Right. Are there any markings that indicate, like, a certain direction should it should be facing? Uh, not really. There's not really anything else you can see that would indicate more. Identify takes a minute, by the way. Okay, so yeah, switching back to those of you who stayed behind... So, read identify to me. You choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it is a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn the properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use, and how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether or any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it, if you instead touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Alright, while he's casting that spell, Vagin or Briar, are you guys doing anything? Vagin's probably just, like, looking around the area we're in, making sure that, like, nothing sketchy is going on. Say I'm up to anything. Just kind of being a sentry while we're waiting for the guy to come back from the ship. I probably just still got eyes on Bob. Don't trust him yet. From the shore? <laughs> From the shore. Just, like, keep an eye to see, like, you know, I don't know. So Bob um, sticks his finger into the marking slash hole-looking thing. Okay. If you're looking for something to happen, nothing happens. <laughs> Ship's pregnant. <laughs> so he begins going, like, below decks, then. Yeah, the information I gave you was about, like, the whole ship. Oh, so there's nothing to see here. There's Yeah, there's really not much. He climbs up to the crow's nest. Okay. That's still part of the whole ship. He waves down at the other people. Dagged. I don't know all of the exact D&D words to tell you. Okay. All right. How valuable is it? Uh, That depends on how valuable the object that it is linked to. This object feels um like a key. Like... It is bound to another object. Mm, uh, it unlocks people's deaths? No, it unlocks a magic item's ability to be used. Okay. That's definitely restoration, for sure. I feel like it would be trans... Immunization. Mutative. Alchemist. 
Is there, I, like, I know that's kind of vague. So it seems like a ship. But I also know that. Ship key. The, all of the information is in front of you, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> but is it in front of Daggett? No. Alright, Daggett walks out of the cave. <laughs> Very confused about the ship wheel thing. I mean, Never it's to gold. solve this it's ever. Old. He will make sure that we all get an equal share when he melts it down. I guess he just waits for uh, Bob to come back and inform him of what he found. Hope Bob comes back and informs him of what he found. I didn't find anything on the ship. All right. Uh, I guess you guys need to head out of there then. Oh, wait. Not sure if it means you, you find any treasure. Because remember, you only get a fourth. <laughs> I found no gold, but I found a strange marking on the wheel. Oh my god. No. 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 I shoot Bob in the head. I invent a gun and shoot Bob in the head. The what? <laughs> there was a lot of. Ah, uh, did it was... look like this? Oh, it did? Alright. Cool. There was a lot of markings Did we solve into it? the wood on the ship, but I noticed a wheel within a wheel on the wheel. <laughs> this is an editor's note. Uh, Josh was immediately kicked from the podcast after this, so he will be muted from further notice. Don't worry about it. We pretend he's still here after this point, but you won't hear anything. I show the ship wheel hand bone thing. Uh, so Bob Daggett holds up a solid gold miniature ship's wheel. That looks like it would fit perfectly. Mm, maybe I should make you roll... A size check? <laughs> no, it looks like it would fit perfectly roll a girth? in the marks you saw. That looks like it would connect to the symbol I saw on the wheel. Fuck. That means we gotta go on the ship. Was the ship... Okay, was the ship anchored, or was it like... Yeah, did Bob carry it back with him? The ship? No, no, he didn't. And yes, it's anchored. So it's still floating, it's not like run aground. Yeah, no, no, no. It's perfectly usable ship. Is it? Perfectly usable ships are not in case. <laughs> you could... Hey, I didn't say you could use it anywhere else. It was in a cave in the Goonies. You can use it here. You guys. And then I bust down the wall and we sail away forever. All right. Uh, Dagged swims over to the boat and does the thingy that not Terrence does. Did Bob. Uh, Bob. Bob is Bob looking did. over his shoulder. Who's all there? Bro, are you going to the ship or not? Yeah, I'll follow Dag. Vag, can you go into the ship? Sure. Cool. I'll try and swim there in my heavy armor. So. I'll carry you. <laughs> you, we got too far away from you and the leashing of the server brought you to us as you fit the solid gold ship wheel into the marker the first time it just doesn't feel right you take it out and adjust it a little bit mm -hmm. but it sets mm -hmm. in perfectly and a shimmer of light comes across the wheel and suddenly it's all one piece I do believe in fairies I do I do that was the most AIDS part of any movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that haunted my dreams. 
so bad. It was awful. My friend's younger sister, it was her favorite movie, and we had to watch it with her, or else she was going to tattle to his parents, and I'd have to go home. I gotta pee. Wait, what? I have to pee, too. Yeah. Yeah, can we do that? Let's uh, sure. cliffhanger this. Okay. A pee to repair we'll break? We'll okay. save this for next Next, next time. week. All right. See you next week. Goodbye. Right. Let's uh, speed this thing along. So, this ship, the steering wheel all becomes one piece. The center being that solid gold wheel. We're doing a one piece anime? Oh, wait, what? I call Luffy. I guess the only piece of treasure we did find, we can't remove from the wheel now. <gasps> Is the friends we made along the way. I strangle him. Same. We give him the old vagin. I give Vagin a judgmental look the whole time. I feel like my judgmental look was warranted. Uh, so... Yeah? Suddenly, you guys... Yeah? Feel an odd pressure, and then you're all kind of in the water where the boat was, and Dagged, you're just kind of holding a box. A wooden box. I get a shit Pokeball! Yeah. The boat's nowhere to be seen. The box is uh, about 12 inches long, <laughs> 6 inches wide, 6 inches deep, and it can be, like, opened. We're talking about a web. And inside is... Inside the bottom of the box, you see the gold ship's wheel is inlaid in the bottom. And there's also a piece of old parchment. I shut the box, make it to land, and then open back up and read that. Okay, you guys are all on the shore. Uh, and the parchment <laughs> says, um, once more. Once in what more? language? Once more. Uh, common. It's an older script. Boring. Captain okay. Bones rods again. Uh, and I'm gonna say that based on identify, uh-huh. you at the very least know that uh-huh. that key, you can interact with it while it's still in the bottom. Uh-huh. You could interact with it again. Maybe, like, press it or something. Uh, on land? Yeah. I'm going to hold it over the water and <laughs> press. Cool. It unfolds into a boat ten foot long, four foot wide, and two foot deep. The boat has one pair of oars, an anchor, a mast, and a latine sail. I can hold- And a couple cannons. It can hold up to four medium creatures. So as this boat, un- this boat unfolds in front of you into this ten foot kind of long boat. So wait, it unfolded in front of me, like like Transformer style, like right in front of you, just kind of so like popped out of your it arms. dropped from where I had it into the water. It more like you held it out and it kind of like sprang out of your hands into the water. Okay, it's made of wood. Yes. Uh, also, as you're looking over this, you realize there is a skeleton. Sitting in the boat with its hands on the oars. Giant faded uh, feather cap on its head. And Captain Bones? At its feet is a chest. I'm going to check it out. And I go up and check it out. Okay. Super old, very decrepit, but sturdy. Mm. Doesn't appear to be locked, but you could make a check if you wanted. I, w- I would like to check out Captain Bones. This is a old, 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 old skeleton. I'd like to take his hat and replace it with my own. What hat were you wearing? As soon... A captain's hat. You didn't have that. As soon as you touch the hat. Uh Uh-huh. And you go to put nothing back onto the skeleton skull. (laughs) You don't have a hat. (laughs) 
you dare don the hat of the famous pirate captain. You hear a voice echoing. That's a solid voice. I draw my sword. And suddenly, the skeleton stands. But it doesn't. The skeleton stays where it is, and instead is just a ghastly form that stands out of the skeleton and turns. Mountain men, you must fulfill your destiny to be laid to rest. I'm, I'm coming up on that part in that book, too. <laughs> so I see you sought... The famed treasure of the famous and infamous Captain Clarence Bonds. Bonds? Yeah, yes. Bonds. I'm sure. Is the ship the same ship we were on before? It's smaller. The ship before was like 20, 20 foot long. This is like a long boat. This is like the kind of boat you would take to a bigger boat. Uh, Captain to captain. You'd be a captain. I mean, yeah, here's my captain's hat proving that. No, that's my hat. You just took it off of... The, it, it's on your head. Turn around, you see a skeleton behind you. That's you. Uh, you're wearing it now. He turns around and sees the skeleton sitting there with no hat. Mm, that hat exists. <laughs> I'd say I look pretty good for my age. you be a captain. Where's your vessel? Uh, well... Wait, where are we? I don't keep my vessel in cages. So it's it's out free in the water, not in a cave. How how did yours end up here? Uh, pirate secret. Does it have to do with a gold wheel? No. Uh, I cast zone of truth. <laughs> okay. How do, how does that? I roll a save, right? I, 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 I'm, I'm oh, okay. Kidding. I'm gonna let. It's a second level spell. I can't just right. use it. <laughs> you want to share this ship? We got places B. You want some adventure? Well, where the ship goes, I be going. All right. I like that. What's uh what's this treasure you have? Oh, right. Um you don't want to be taken of the treasure. Why? It's cursed. Why? Uh, it's the old pirate treasure curse that comes insight con- check. But like listen, check that. I the way I see it, the worst case scenario is I turn into a skeleton and can't die, right? But no, that's ridiculous. Like, and then I can do shit like, when the moonlight's touching me, go underwater, climb up chains into other people's ships? You sound ridiculous. No, it I mean, fills you... I mean, it seems like the only weakness is like a ribcage with a bomb in it. It fills you with an unquenchable thirst for booty. I've already got that. <laughs> Did you roll insight? Yeah, 17. Oh, he believes what he's saying. Oh, he actually thinks that's cursed? Yeah. Can I spend a minute identifying this box? The the chest? chest? Yeah. Sure. I have one more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. All right. So for a minute, you guys sit around while Dagged identifies this chest. Oh, this is awkward, but I'm I'm doing a thing. Uh, Just... Just stand there above me. It's fine. No, no, I can tell you'd be cast and identify. Yeah. See if I'd be telling uh, the truth. Yep. But that'd be fair. Pirates aren't known for their honesty. I I thought that was going to be a pun, but it... Oh, no, it's funny because I was being honest about how we're not always honest. You see. Mm. Oh, man. Do you have a pearl worth at least 100 GP? Yes. And an owl feather? I mean, owl feather would be covered by my... Components, 
which would be from my spell casting. Do you really have a pearl? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so this is a chest that is, in fact, imbued with a magic, um, kind of... Curse? This object is not imbued with magic. The chest doesn't have any magic on it itself. But you feel that what's in the chest is being affected by a spell. It's not a specific spell that you can cast. You sense that it is broader uh, and more powerful spell than many that you've felt. And it just from what you can tell with this spell, it feels like he's probably right. That once opening the chest and interacting with whatever is inside, you'll more than likely become affected by the spell as well, and you'll want more of what's inside. So I can open it yeah, without being affected. It's yes. touching what's inside. Yes. It's crack cocaine. I open it. Uh, it is filled with gold, gems, jewels, and uh, a few items. Does Bob know anything about the treasure he's supposed to be looking for? Um, you have gathered that it has been items that Captain Bones used that helped him become the pirate of renown that he became, as well as treasure from the last few raids that he went on. There are varying reports of whether or not it's all of the treasure he's ever created, or whether it's simply uh, a little bit of the treasure and clues as to where more of his treasure is, but most say that it's just from his last years. Does he know anything about where he got it? Varying coastal communities, other ships sailing for other gods in a time gone by. So, uh, Captain. Arr. Can we re-shrink the ship down? All right. Like, we do the same thing we did with the first one? Or is it going to become an even smaller ship eventually? What do you plan on doing with me ship? Is she going to sail again? Quite possibly. We seem to end up on a lot of boats. Hmm. And does your band of miscreants acquire booty often? Vagin acquires the booty all the time. <laughs> the the big orc dude. Uh, Bob's a little new. We'll see. And, you know, Briar kind of sticks to her own. But I'm sure she likes booty. Who doesn't like booty? As as Daggett is, like, mentioning your guys' names and kind of pointing at you, this ghostly skeletal pirate captain is, like, stepping up to each of you and, like, leaning in. And his eyeless eye holes are looking you over. When he does it to Vagan, can Vagan just, like... Cause I've got, like, some sort of object, like, holy symbol, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, like, point to that. Okay. To be, like, I can turn undead. <laughs> he, he could, he's, like, steps back away from you, like, kind of leaning back. Hmm. I just want to, like, assert a little bit of, like, yeah. holy yeah, dominance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> holy dominance. <laughs> uh, Briar, you feel like he's probably looking at you a little bit too long. Like he's checking me out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, it's 2020. You can't be doing those Not things Not for the anymore. pirate. I mean... <laughs> I just pull my hood a little tighter around my head and cross my arms. Uh, and then Bob, you notice the same thing. He's looking at Bob too long? It's 2020. Equal opportunity objectification. He comes back to Dagged. If you be sailing her again and she not be stuck in this cave... And if there be more booty to be on board, 
I think I can accommodate your questions. All right. So if I took this ship out of the cave, would you come along? Ah, yes. I'd be bound to her in life or in death. Perfect. Wherever she goes, I'd be there. Haunting. I think we're going to be best friends. Did we just... He's making a speech. How can you time out? Did we just get an X-Jet and Jarvis in, like, the same thing? Sure. We'll say both are going to be that useful. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, you know, kind of tell you a little bit more. You use the wheel. You can turn it into three different shapes. There's the little box. They can carry it around in. There's the long boat. And then there's the actual sh- sailing ship. Nice. Uh... After talking to him a while, would I feel like he'd get really upset if we took the booty off the boat? He'd probably be disappointed. But, like, if we brought more on eventually... Yeah, 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 yeah. but, like... (laughs) That was set for p.m. instead of a.m., I guess. He seems pretty harmless. So, like, are we gonna have to give this ghost a cut from now on? Is that, like, what's what's happening? We've acquired two new members? No, he's the best of both worlds. We have all the nautical knowledge we need, and he doesn't need anything other than more booty, well, if, which we can then take off the boat and sell and then bring back more. Just remember, if you don't pay him, he's disgruntled, and then if you run into another ship, they can offer to hire him onto their ship. Wait, what? I thought he goes with so our ships. That's a Firefly board game reference? Oh, oh, oh. I, I do have one question. Are does a skeleton have to stay? That's me. Yeah, no, I got that. I stay with the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, are you linked to the ship, or is the skeleton? Yes. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Alright, so can we, like, move you somewhere cooler? Yeah, like the front of the ship? Like, you can be the little mermaid thing, but it's like your skeleton? <laughs> I say we do that. I don't think we give him an option. Uh, so... <laughs> Here's the thing. You can move that skeleton wherever you want, and he can't do anything about it. But he will ceaselessly recommend better spots. I want to be cool with him. Like, in the captain's cabin, if there is one. I don't think yeah, there is Yeah, no, one. I'm cool with that. At the steering wheel. In the crow's nest. Why wouldn't he want to be at the front of the ship? Because that's not... Because he's a captain. That's not... He could be on the prow of the ship You're with, like, a leg up. You're trying to a trophy wife. All right. Uh, I think we're going to lock you up again. I'm sorry about that, but we're going to have to turn you to box to get out of the cavern. That's fair. I I hope to see you again soon. Ah, fare thee well. I look forward to our yeah. many adventures. Yeah. I was going to say a cooler word, but I couldn't think of one. Our adventures. Escapades? No, it's not captain or okay. piratey. And he sits back down into himself. And I do the ship wheel thingy right. again. And then climb back onto shore. Yeah, uh, that treasure's cursed as fuck. All treasure's cursed as fuck. But, I mean, it's a little shady, but we could sell the chest of treasure without ever having to deal with the curse at all. Somebody else would. Not our gold, not our problem. Yeah, I mean. But remember, there was more than just gold in there. There's, like, items and shit. Uh, I didn't really have time to look at those, but, I mean, we can always risk it. We could sell the gold. I suggest Bob first. We just can't include a protection plan. 
That ghost seemed pretty attached to the items in that box. Oh, I I know. We just, we hype it up as cursed pirate treasure. And then they know it's cursed. They might think it's just a, a sh- you know, we're putting on a show. But we're really telling the truth. We sell all that at a markup. So if they shove a couple doubloons up their bunghole and get cursed for life, it's not our fault. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> it sounds to me like Briar wants to bust that bad boy open and sift through. Yeah, can we take a look? I guess I put it back into boat form. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, while it was open, you could have gotten a, a glimpse into it, seen some gold. What were the items in there? I mean, you wouldn't be able to see all of the items sticking out. It was a pretty big chest. What if we just use a stick and kind of sift <laughs> around with it? Hey, we're not allowed to touch it. Yeah, I, I highly recommend not touching um, that. Just some of the items that you could have seen. There's like a... Looks like the top of a shield was poking out. There was a long pair of gloves. Then just some gems. I definitely know a wizard that interrogates prisoners that definitely has dispel magic. Oh, uh, remove curse? Or remove curse. No, so he has dispel magic. You don't know about remove curse. What if we just figure out which of the villagers is bad and make them dig around in there? Solving the villager problem is definitely my current priority. What if you just nut up, dig around in there, and see what happens? Everything we've accumulated so far in regards to this chest has told us don't touch it. I just don't see why you're trying to add more enemies to our list. Freaking Captain Bonds does not want us to touch this stuff, right? Captain Bonds is also a ghost, so what does he know? You also definitely got the feeling that he wants all of the treasure on the boat near him. And to bring more treasure onto the boat. So the treasure is 100% cursed? Yes. Just one curse over the whole treasure? Or like multiple cursed things throughout the treasure? Because there could just be one cursed item in all of the treasure. Right? Could be like pulling a zonk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Wow. Oh. Wow. That was a blast. Oh, uh, yeah, it could be. Um, but we're going to move along. Is anyone going to tempt fate? Or are you just going to shelve it for... Y'all do what you're going to do. Just remember to give me my fourth. I'm, I'm, I'm super good. touching it. I'm not... Also, I'd like to get back no to the interest. village before these villagers get back. Let's go. Which I think they're got a quite a large head start. Race ya. <laughs> okay, so you guys leave the cave with the box in tow. Well, well I should stop okay. talking because I'm currently okay. moving papers around and stuff, too. So you guys leave the cave with a box on you and head back to the village, which isn't too far away. When you get there, there's kind of like a breath of relief kind of feeling in the village. Everyone's kind of relaxing, and for the most part, they're all gathered together in one of the bigger buildings. Not really talking that much, just sort of trying to heal, you know? But having been around this village, you do notice the lack of one person in particular. First guy. The first guy. Always is. The guy who showed you around, who really wanted you to take of the refreshments. I saved his life and I absolutely named him. I absolutely do not remember what that name was. Hive Mind One. 
And uh, if you guys spent any time asking around, they'd be like, yeah, it was weird. As soon as we came up, he took off running, like sprinting. Which direction? I would like to go search his house. Okay. They would point, like, back out of the village. I was assuming it was the same house as the one we first went to. No, he... The first house you went to, I don't think it was his. I think it was, like, a community room kind of place. Yeah, going back to his house... You can go ahead and give it a search. It seems super plain. It's very neat, very organized, very put together. But there is uh, like a desk over in the corner with a few letters that are like, you know, one of them seems kind of like encouraging. Don't worry, we'll find someone to take this quest for us. Um, under that is one that looks like it's addressed to no one specifically and was supposed to be sent, but wasn't asking for uh, help for the village. Anyone that could come to the village, they need heroes. And one of the drawers of this desk is locked. I pick the lock. Roll. Do you have lock? Yeah. I said that I've been, uh, I, I practice it on my off yeah. time, so I don't know how good I am at this point. Do you have proficiency? No. Okay. That's why I was practicing it. Right. Okay, so go ahead and roll... Sleight of hand. Is it Aaron's roommate we're hearing? Yeah, he's yelling. I don't know what. It's not great. Uh, five. Can you guys hear him, like, super clearly? Yeah, um, uh, I mean, it's, he's there. He's been there for the last few times. Yeah, started. I've heard him in the background a couple times. I, I don't know if he's going to be picked up in the audacity. I'll just send you the file, and you'll have to re-record yourself and everything you said okay, at the exact same timing. Okay, so you roll a five on your lockpick? Yeah. Yeah, you're not able to open... Well, I tried. Vagin? I've got a key. Va- Vagin? It's too big, probably. Vagin? Do you guys know what that key is? The large key, parentheses, bone? No, I don't think we know what it is. Oh, I forgot all about that. Bone. How to ask the boner champ. Uh, boner champ! What do we need? Yeah. Oh! Martin! Boom. What? We're playing D&D. I'm reading paladin things. Okay, can your paladin strength open this drawer? Uh, yeah, I've got lots of strength. <laughs> I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you pull the drawer as if it wasn't locked at all. Like, you you look a little confused. Like, when someone's, like, trying to open a jar, and they're, like, struggling and struggling, and they they hand it to you, and you're just, like, click, and you're like, what's your deal? I guess I was more successful with my lockpicks than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, in the drawer, there is... A human. A letter and an envelope. I hand it to Vagin. Can he read now? (laughs) I I open it again. Is he successful? (laughs) The envelope has a wax seal on it, but it has been, Mm -hmm. like, crumbled. So you mm. can't tell what the seal would be. Okay. I open it. But the letter, the envelope is a certain color of red. I open it. All right, Vagan, you have a letter in front of you, and you don't know how to read. <laughs> what? All right, what's it say, Vagan? <laughs> Sound it out. Briar's been it, teaching what you. What does it say? What does it say, oh great DM? <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. <clears throat> I, uh, I take the letter, and I... Open it up. Go, go slow. <clears throat> you got this. But not too slow, because we're at so, two and two hours and to, twelve minutes. To the dot is set. 
the the dot the dot dit is that right? That's the right word, right? Date dot d d a t e. All right, I, this I can't make this joke go on forever. <laughs> anyway, the date is set. I shall escort the two. Their leader has taken residence in the nearby cave. See to it that they receive the proper food they require. When this is done, you will have a high place here among the elves. P.S. You must, must remember to destroy this letter. So, the the elves hired this guy? What's the food that they require? Is it brains? Ask Terrence. Ah! Uh. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> okay. Scary. He must have forgot to destroy the letter. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. All right. I don't know what to do with that immediately. But I can guess where he's headed. Yep. So, I'd like to go back out to the villagers. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'd like to ask around if anybody's good with stone masonry. Uh, we got no stone cunners? Most of the buildings there are all made out of wood. Uh-huh. Doesn't really seem to be anyone's forte. There's one guy that's like a... I had a best friend who was a dwarf. Why does he gotta be a dwarf? They're good with stone. I don't think all dwarves are good with stone. That's racist. No, I think... (laughs) Thinking that all dwarves are good with stone is racist. No, that's fact. What are what are you looking for in particular? Someone to erect a monument of sorts or a stone of the graves. Erect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone could probably do grave markers. If that's no, what those you're don't talking have to be about. stone, right? They can be wood. I want it to last a while. Sure, there's someone that says they'd be able to do something not of iry quality, but it works for us around here. I hand him 350 gold that I got off of Terrence's body and uh, my song poem thing and ask him or tell him where the gravesite is. Uh, he looks very surprised at the money uh, and kind of like looks to see if anyone else was like watched you hand him the gold and like put it like hastily away. I pull out my sword or my rapier and I say... If this doesn't get done, I will be back. Was was this one of the ones in the cave? Did you lose one of your number? Yes. I am sorry that you've lost a friend on our account, but I hope that your friend would have considered our lives worth it, and we'll do our best to live in uh, honor and remembrance of him. Whatever his name was. We don't really care. It's on the paper. Oh, okay, yes. Terrence. Long butt. As long as you spell it right, it doesn't be matter how you pronounce it. <laughs> okay. All right. Anything else you guys want to get done in the village? Uh, a long night's rest? Absolutely. They are more than happy to cook you food, put you up in the best well, bed. Uh, I don't eat the food. Yeah. While Dagged is taking a long night's rest, I'm going to take a long paladin's rest. Get out. <laughs> no. Um, so, Didn't land. They, they've they actually, while you guys were uh, checking out the house, they actually got a, a pretty decent setup for you in the community building. They all pooled together, brought together their best resources for you. Um, and they're like, you know, 
take all the rest that you need, and they kind of step back, step back and let you step into this place by yourself. So, as you open the door and walk in, you notice it looks relatively the same as you left it, Bob, even though you've never seen it. It's, you know, community. Just like you left it. Room uh, with some beds and privacy kind of walls and curtains hung about here and there. You all kind of feel a presence at the same time and turn and leaning against one of the pillars towards the center of the room stands a lady. She has tall leather boots with a shiny bucklers on them, tight pants, a leather coat cinched around the waist, and a broad, beautiful hat with a magnificent feather sticking out of the top of it and long red hair. Flowing down past her shoulders. Charmin San Diego. <laughs> she didn't have red hair. She had black hair. I was late to the joke. I'm sorry. Do I recognize her? Would you? Maybe. Would we roll, roll something? History or religion? A- anyone could roll religion. That one. Six. Nope. I'm not gonna. Religion is intelligence. Yeah, Bob. Uh, Bob, you can actually roll with advantage on this one. Seventeen. What did you get, Zach? Uh, three total. Okay, cool. Um, Bob, you having have never seen this person before in your life, but she bears a resemblance to a figure very important to you and to your deity. You have a strong inclination that this is the pirate queen herself, Lady Scarlet, the deity of the Riverlands. Well, well, well. The group that finally found the long-lost treasure of Captain Bones. Bonds. What? Uh, he, he goes he, by Bonds. Bonds. Oh, yes. Uh, his name has been lost to the ages. Well, can confirm he is Bones now. Poor Clarence isn't quite what he used to be, but his name does now fit him. It's impressive. It's been lost for quite some time. I always decided if it was found, I would want to see the adventures myself. Is treasure hunting something you all do often? Uh, I don't mean to be rude, but I don't know who you are. Uh, Can you introduce yourself? She kind of smiles and, like, chuckles to herself. Right. Introductions. I'm so used to being known. So you're clearly not of this land. Although, I I spent some time here. Yeah. I go by Lady Scarlet, and she bows and takes off her hat, and then puts it back on and stands back up. Daggett starts to bow, but, like, kind of half-asses it halfway through, and stands back up and gives her a head nod. And you would all know that name. Like, you would now know who this is. She's just a... She's the god of the river. The god of the river. Yes. The deity. I recognize no gods other than the orc god. I'm not bowing to some... No, no, you don't have to bow. She's not expecting bows. All right, okay, all right. She had asked the question. (laughs) Oh, do we treasure hunt often? Yeah. This is personally my first treasure. Mm, So you could say I popped your cherry. She, like, gives you You a wink. You could say we ended up in the right place. I don't think you intervened in any way. Of course I have. The treasure wouldn't be there if it wasn't for me. Treasure has a way of finding itself to me and to my lands. It's certainly not by accident. So you're not treasure hunters. You weren't in that cave looking for the treasure that was there. Or at least most of you weren't. And she kind of gives a side glance at Bob. (laughs) What brought you here? You've piqued my curiosity. 
Can I do an insight check on her? Yeah. 12? Um, you don't get any bad vibes from her. She really does just seem curious, if maybe a bit guarded. Do you know you've been letting Mog Flayers live in your lands? Well, we have a sort of freedom here where anyone is pleased to come and go. Oh, I know. As you whether or not I know, know anything about, this may be a little off topic, but you know anything about guys masked with red eyes? Um, your question catches her off guard, but she kind of looks at you a little quizzically, and then, uh, some bandits have been known to don masks. Bandits. Some bandits. But you haven't asked my question as to what led you to the cave. Dagged walks away. I was told to seek these caves. Yes, that makes sense. You... I can tell why you were there. You rather reek of him. Bob, like, lifts an arm and sniffs his arm. <laughs> uh, yes, your, your reason for being there is pretty straightforward. But you've joined up with a party that has other reasons for being there that... Are concerning. Bob looks around at everybody else. I don't think uh, any of us know what you're talking about. I don't see why it's any of your concern. We weren't here for your treasure, or the treasure that is brought to your lands, and it has nothing to do with you. I know somewhat of the reason that you're here, and I know that has more to do with me than what you'd guess. Normally, finding a party that could suss out a treasure that's been lost for so long, I would offer you a place at my court and ask that you join me in encouraging others to find treasure as well as finding more for yourself. But I believe you've stumbled into something that requires your attention elsewhere, and I would ask that you attend to that. Yes, I was aware of mind flares in my lands. I wasn't aware until recently the part that they were playing. I don't know much about what's going on, but I do know that you are all very important into what's going to play out. I've lifted the curse from the treasure that you've found. You're free to what's inside and to use it. I hope that you would remember that this land was kind to you and that I have done this for you without asking for anything in return. And that we can be on a good standing with one another. If ever you find yourself back in the Riverlands, please feel free to come to my ship, and I'd be more than welcome, or more than happy to welcome you. If no one's going to say anything else to her, she gives a curt bow and then turns and walks out of the building, and then kind of stops and then turns just before she's about to walk out and says to Bob, you've completed the task for your master, Captain, I don't know what he goes by these days, but... You can let him know you accomplished your duty, and you've found favor in my eyes at least, if he might not have yet, but you've done well. And then she turns and leaves. You hear Daggett in the background, fucking gods! (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Bob just kind of looks around at everybody, like, words are cheap. I didn't get a sword. You gotta drown for those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so long night rest. Yes, please. Please go to sleep. 
get your hit points and spells and stuff back. Wake up feeling refreshed in the morning and heading uh, to, to the treasury. I feel like we need to have a conversation. So in the morning, Bob just kind of brings up to everybody. No, we're already gone. We we left in the middle of the night <laughs> with the treasure. He wakes up wondering if that party ever really existed. <laughs> like he already dreamed about them killing a friend, and now he dreamed about traveling with them back to town, and it was all a dream. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Bob. So you wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Do we trust that the curse on the gold is lifted? Hell no. I can check. So I guess we find the closest, biggest body of water. It doesn't have to be double water, check. right? It's a boat. I mean, yeah, it's a long boat. I mean, I you shouldn't want open a damaged. boat on land. It's like opening your umbrella inside. Do we have a dry dock? You just have to open the long boat. It's like ten foot long. You could open it there in the room. You're just asking to damage the hull. Come on. You do you, boo. There's... Oh, you walk along a river while I mean, if the DM's the saying it's safe to do this, I'll do it. Are you doing it just right there? If the DM says it's safe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As soon as you do it, Captain Bones is like, What are you doing? We're on land! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> I'd like to cast Identify on the treasures. Okay, you spend a minute, and there's no magic affecting the chest. Damn it. There's no magic items in here either. No, there's no item. The chest is not affected by magic. <laughs> so what's in the chest? What's in the chest? What's in the fucking box? Are going to start going through it? Yeah, sorting all the gold into, you know, four piles. Five. There is. I, I, oh, I put one piece of gold on, uh, <laughs> on the skeleton. Captain Bones' knee. Just tuck it into his hat. What hat? Wait, are, do you have his hat now? Yeah, he actually has a hat now. Um, you gotta put the gold coins like in his eyeball holes. Mm, uh, Captain. Yar. What are you still doing here? What am I doing here? You know the curse is lifted, right? You can go towards the light and shit. Yar. Booty always be cursed. I'm pretty sure at least one rapper has said that. Uh, so you find. Amongst various pieces of gold, silver, copper, and whatnot, 3,509 gold pieces worth. Uh, there is a medium-sized shield, that pair of gloves, and then each of you roll me a D100. 14. 17. Uh, each of us gets 877 gold, and I left the extra one for Captain Bones. So he can still have some curse, curse booty. 58. 65. We wanted it low, right? All right. So, Dagged finds himself two potions of superior healing. Briar finds a spell scroll. I'll let you know what the spell is later. Vagan found a potion of mind reading. And Bob got a potion of invulnerability. Two potions of superior healing go for like go for like 4,000 to 5,000 gold. They do not. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. 2,000 to 2,500 a piece. If I were to buy them in the shop. We all know you can't sell it for that price. I mean, even 50%. Cool yeah, shops have to make a profit too. We're not going to give you that much. Here, buddy. Buy my mysterious liquid. 
it definitely heals you real good. <laughs> Why is it all white? Real <laughs> good. Anything else we need to address? I identify the rest of the items. Uh, there's only the two, right? Gloves, shield. Uh, so the shield, you cast identify on it, you said? Mm-hmm. So you can name this whatever you want, whoever gets it. Whoever touches it first. But it is... I'm pretty sure I already said that I grabbed it. No, I was identifying it way this before. This just functions as a normal shield, but... Okay. Ties now go to the defender. Oh. So yep, it's basically a plus one AC. Kind of, yeah, basically. Wouldn't need it. Uh, I name it Dick Muncher. And hand it to Vagan. Ew, I want to touch the gloves. And then the gloves, if they're being worn, if you crit, you gain a D10 of health back. If you're at f- uh, if you're at full health, it counts as temporary. Can I have the gloves? That yeah, this is not for me. I'll uh, we'll trade a shield for those gloves. Suck it. They're my gloves. All right, everybody got the loot. Both of those items feel very Vagany. I mean, hits and crits are what I do. I'm taking hits. Are you trying to convince me to give Vagan gloves right now? <laughs> yeah. Well, let me try them on and see if they fit. Okay, my hands are too small. I guess you can have them. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> Fine. They will Crossing definitely be better on Vagan's hands. You could roll for it. I was going to say in. I'll, uh... I'll yeah, arm wrestle you for it if it makes you feel All better. Right, All right, I'll arm wrestle you. How about you. this? Let's do we it. split Here your, we go. your half of the gold. And oh, I can buy them. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. You give us the half of your booty? Yeah, I'll, I'll give half of my booty. I don't care about money. I want to arm wrestle you. <laughs> okay. I'm very interested, too. Okay. But, like, also, I want roll, that money. Both of you guys are all strength. Okay. Just straight strength? Yeah. Oh, yikes. Uh, 19? Oh, yikes. 19. Why you said yikes? I, uh... Not 20? I did roll a 5. Oh. And <laughs> I don't have any modifiers. Uh, yeah, Briar, you lose. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, you know, probably just act like I lost on purpose. Mm. I didn't want those. I, I do want to say that with a decisive victory, I would want to make it look like it was close. Like, she brought me over, and then I was just like... Sheer force of will bring it all the way back. I don't want to be like slam her through the table because that's not Vagan. So was Vagan buying those gloves from uh, us two? Sure. You giving us that feels that feels fair. Splitting four hundred and thirty calculator. Wait, so I get some of this money? I mean, you said you didn't want it for. I don't want. I don't care about the money. You take the money. So, I got 438. Yay. You're a no-good shyster. You got me. So, Vagan has now play, paid Dagon for Briar's gloves. You two are idiots. <laughs> Don't know why I hang out with you. <laughs> Alright, we done. Yeah. Hey, uh, Bob, y- you wanna uh, come with us to see this mission out? We've found the treasure, and I've received the blessing from my god. I will journey with you for the time being. Alright, you still only get a fourth. Why would he get anything else? You keep bringing that up. I don't know, he's bringing gods in. So touchy and defensive about gods. (laughs) So, heading back to Irie, 
I assume to check in with Skarner or Blanche or someone. You do have to camp overnight as you are setting up camp, chilling, hanging out, doing whatever it is that you do. You feel the uh, kind of weight lifting of figuring out a little bit more about what's going on. Maybe a little excitement to see what's coming around the corner. And as everyone's getting ready to go to bed, something just kind of catches Vagin's eye. Something that Dagged is doing, fidgeting with something. And Vagin, you look over and you see that Dagged has his hands on that pouch he keeps around his neck. Usually it's tucked away, but he has it out. And you see a finger sticking out of the bag. And you're able to tell that there's about four kind of lumps in this little pouch around his neck. And as it sort of dawns on you what he has in his pouch, and you look up, Daggett at the same time looks up and catches your eye. And then all of a sudden, you are hit with another vision. Evening falls over the three-bedroom cottage set on a hill in the Riverlands, surrounded by an unworked field about thirty minutes from the nearest town. In the small living room stands Dagged the Deserter. He inspects the rough, handmade crib as it's splintering from the inside out, and smiles down at the baby inside. Just then the door opens, and his wife Mariah enters, a smile on her face as always, and her long brown hair flowing behind her. She walks to Dagged, and leaving a loving kiss upon his cheek, they look down at their daughter together. The baby coos upon seeing her mother, and reaches up, and a shower of sparks sprays from her finger. Well, that's new. Look, I told you she was Godborn. No one around here believes me. But look, she she's going to be a ruler one day. She's going to be a god. She's going to be whatever she chooses to be. I think we need to take her home, where she can get some proper training, and Vagin can even train uh, Ben some. Maybe teach him how to use a sword. I do like the idea of being around family. On the way to bed, Dagged pulls a scroll from his pocket and turns to Mariah. I've had some extra time lately and went through some of your books. I tried my hand at writing, and I know it's not great, but... Maybe one day you can turn it into a song or something. Here, just read it before I lose my nerve. Brown swirled emerald eyes, a boy lost deep inside. Lost again as lost before, escape comes once more. Parted lips, her voice sings loud, a song from heaven's clouds. In a moment forgetting, the weakness forbidding. Broken, battered, bruised. What is there left to lose? One try, one chance. One kiss, one dance. Love at first sight, a reason to fight. Divine blessings at last, a savior from his caste. A hero in a dress, to be saved from this mess. From lost and alone, to a man with a home. I think I can work with that. As the family settles in for the night, Dagged tucks his three-year-old son, Benjamin, into bed. His tusks are just beginning to grow in, and he smiles up at his father, and then drifts off. Gwen, too, in her crib, and then finally Dagged and Mariah. As the night goes on, a twig snaps outside their bedroom window, waking Dagged, 
who shakes his wife awake. She grabs her rapier and goes to investigate, while Dag checks on their kids. He quietly lifts Gwen from her crib, then steps into Ben's room, gently rousing him from sleep. Mariah looks through the windows of the living room as Dag takes the children to the cellar. As he walks past their bedroom, the window now is open, and a figure stands in the dark, a demonic mask shining in the moonlight with glowing red eyes. Dagged freezes in the doorway, unable to do anything. The figure looks up, startled, and one smooth motion and the flick of a wrist, a dagger is thrown, and next to him, Dagged feels his son fall to the floor, limp. Mariah hears the sound and turns, rushing towards Dag and their daughter, putting herself between them and the intruder. Run, Dag, get her out of here. I'll take care of him, I'll heal Ben, and I'll catch up. Daggett snaps out of it. Clutching Gwen to his chest, he runs from the house. He hears swords clashing, and another figure emerges from the dark, red eyes shining as it falls upon his wife. He rushes down the hill, leaving his home behind, and hears a pained scream and knows the voice. He runs, runs through the woods, up the path. He just runs. Almost there. We're almost there. He's been running nonstop. No sleep, no food, just his orc blood boiling inside him. He'd let down Mariah and Ben, but for once in his life, he had saved someone. Gwen's crying, but he can't stop, not yet. Blood pulses in his eardrums, drowning out her cries, and he can see the border ahead. He had made it. As he crosses the border, he can feel a force hit his chest. His heart feels as though it had given out and his mind is in a fog. But he had made it. Even if he dies there at the border, someone would find Gwen and save her. Though he can't hear her cries anymore. Can't feel her in his arms anymore. Only a slick wetness in his arms. As he looks down, he falls to his knees. All he can see is blood. So, so much blood. And none of it is coming from him. As the vision fades from your mind, Vagan, you recall the day that Dagged returned home briefly. He showed up at the court where you were summoned because he was arguing with the orc council. He was soaked in blood. He never explained why. You only caught the tail end of the argument, but he was asking, begging for their help. And they had refused him. He gave you no explanation, and he had stormed out and left for a little bit longer. We make eye contact. Yep. And Dagon knows that I see him, like, fingering his fingers. <laughs> yep. Would he have, like, noticed that I, like, zone out? Like, how long does this vision, like, take in, like, real time? Long enough that by the time you come back, there's a fifth finger. <laughs> <laughs> and you're missing one. No. Oh, no. Uh, just a few <laughs> short seconds. Dagon, what is that? What? What was just in your hand that you were just holding around your neck? It's called a necklace. Yeah, yes, but what what is in it? Just a few trinkets, keepsakes. I'm gonna I'm gonna insight check. Yeah, roll deception, dagger. <laughs> Seventeen insight. Twelve. That worked out great. I had no idea what I'd do if you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know he's oh. lying. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to bed. Problem solved. Yeah, you you know dagger's lying. Don't. Don't do this. Tell me what's in the bag. It's, uh, fingers. 
<laughs> nah. It's not weird. It's not. It's not one of those things. <laughs> Whose fingers are they? Because I just saw something just now super weird about you and, like, what happened to you when you weren't at home. Ah, uh, one of those mind flayer trips. Yeah. But wh- where did they come from? Hands. I'm going to take out my uh, greatsword, <laughs> and I'm going to stick it in the ground and cast Zone of Truth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wisdom save? I assume so. <laughs> 21? Ooh. Oh, yeah, you pass. <laughs> Vagan, your god's parlor tricks ain't shit. Yet. I don't know if you know this, but I had a family. Well, I, I know that now, as of like 45 seconds ago. They're in the bag. I have plans. I'm gonna bring them back. Is, is it your family's fingers? Yeah. It's all you need. I've read books. I've talked to people. Also, maybe Terrence's. W- would I know if something like that's possible? Uh, roll history or religion. Oh, those are both or intelligence. Wow, oh, that's intelligence too. Whoa, it's almost like you're checking if you know something. Six. <laughs> uh, no, I, I assume you're uh, also looking for the people responsible. I've put vengeance aside a while ago. You might not understand the magic. It might be more powerful than your god could even put out. But there's plenty of people out there that can do it. I just need money and power so I can achieve it. I feel like something is wrong with that statement. Is that in character? I, I mean, my character would think, like, something about that sounds wrong. Dagon, are you sure about all of this? Yeah. I know the gods can't handle it. I know they're too weak. I know what your god is capable of. But where faith fails, magic persists. Hmm. I don't know how Vagan responds to that. Because <laughs> this is like a... That feels like a jab. towards. I like, think it was meant to be. My deity. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Dagon's family, but like, this is also like, my calling. I love putting I feel Martin like, on the spot. Huh? <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, like how... To, there's, I feel like there's two different situations going on. Like, one, Vagan just realized that, like, you had a whole-ass family <laughs> that's also murdered. But at, like, the same time, you're also on this quest, and you're like, fuck your god, too. And so, like, I think I'm gonna address the first issue instead. Vagan's gonna walk up to Dagon, and I want him to put his hand on his shoulder and be like, I'm sorry for what happened. I know you, you know, you haven't always been, like... Me, I guess. But I have no idea where Vagan's fucking going with this. <laughs> you suck for not even giving me any sort of, like, warning about this. We believe in you. That's why. Feels real this way. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like this at all. <laughs> Everything uh, you're saying is in character. That's canon. <laughs> all right. <laughs> This is just like the whole Terrence thing, like, I don't know how Vagan reacts to this. This is completely, like, uncharted territory. Right? great. You know, something like what happened to your family, this this is this is all hard. And Though I, I don't completely agree with 
how you see things regarding my God and the power that he has or gives me. I, I trust that you'll do the right thing. And I'm, I'm here to help you, whatever happens along your journey. But like, why didn't you tell me when this happened? Because you're a paladin to the one that failed. I spent almost an hour begging them to do something, anything for my family. And they said no. Did, did they say why? Said I was too weak. The weak die. I don't question their power. I question their right to have that power. I feel like that's a good spot. Because I don't think that I would have anything to add that would be productive. Daggett turns and goes to bed. <laughs> and you hear, fucking gods. You rest the night. The next day, break camp. And before long, once again, the horizon is graced by the familiar and hopefully welcoming skyline of the city of Irie, awaiting the next chapter of our adventure. Say thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I want to hear that. Manny is a poopy head. Tell them to give us a review. Get out of the wheel. Thank you. Thank you. Manny booby head I get. <laughs> this is the D&D show. This is the instrumental only version. They asked for 60 to 90 seconds of instrumental only and that's what you're listening to. Let's bring a beat in. Thank you.